Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Mob attacks U.S. Capitol. This temple to democracy was desecrated. Fingers of blame point at President Trump. There is deep concern about the president's state of mind. Congress secures electoral vote. Joseph R. Biden Jr. has received 306 votes. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the U.S. Capitol under attack, called an insurrection by the president-elect. A shocking day in American history as a mob incited by President Trump went on a rampage. And early this morning, Congress finished its business, tallying the electoral college vote, acknowledging Joe Biden's win. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more on a day in Washington unlike any other. We're willing to risk our lives! Both houses of Congress were in session as violent protesters smashed and bashed their way in, ripping off heavily fortified doors and climbing through windows. Vice President Pence and all 100 senators were whisked to safety as members of the mob pushed back police. Then, entering an inner sanctum of the U.S. government, not open to the public since before the pandemic, posing for pictures on the abandoned Senate dais. And with feet on a desk in the office of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, leaving this note, we will not back down. When a woman tried to climb through a window, police fired. Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt, wrapped in a Trump flag, fell to the floor and later died. Just a day earlier, Babbitt tweeted, nothing will stop us. Reinforcements helped authorities gain control hours later. During the chaos, two very different messages from President Trump and President-elect Biden. It borders on sedition, and it must end now. We love you. You're very special. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. CBS has been Tracy. All four living former presidents expressed their outrage. George W. Bush called the attack on the Capitol insurrection, saying in a statement, I am appalled by the reckless behavior of some political leaders since the election. This is how election results are disputed in a banana republic. President Trump's former defense secretary, General James Mattis, directly blamed him for the violence, predicting Mr. Trump will deservedly be left a man without a country. A key Trump business supporter is calling on Vice President Pence to consider working with the cabinet to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove the president from office. Jay Timmons, CEO of the National Association of Manufacturers, says it would preserve democracy. And what happened yesterday was sedition. And the tone is different now in D.C., with Republicans openly criticizing the president. Congresswoman Liz Cheney of Wyoming says the president lit the flame for the mob. For the president to incite a violent mob 
it's beyond sort of the politics. Utah Senator Mitt Romney. What happened here today was an insurrection incited by the president of the United States. CBS's Margaret Brennan. Top advisors to the president had been discussing personally whether they would need to go ahead and support an effort to invoke the 25th Amendment. These were early talks at this stage. Our latest reporting is that they have not been presented to the vice president as a formal quorum or consensus of opinion. Some Democrats are calling for new impeachment proceedings against Mr. Trump. Others say he should resign. Well, correspondent Nancy Cordes says it was early in the morning when Congress finished its work. The chair declares the joint session dissolved. It was the culmination of a day of chaos, capped by Vice President Mike Pence rejecting President Trump's false claim that he could overturn the Electoral College. He recorded President-elect Joe Biden's win just before 4 a.m. Joseph R. Biden, Jr. of the state of Delaware, has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received 232 votes. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley and dozens of House members pushing to throw out the electoral votes from Pennsylvania. There were defections from the cause. Georgia Senator Kelly Loeffler decided not to challenge her state's results a day after losing her own bid for re-election. I cannot now in good conscience object to the certification. In a statement issued overnight, President Trump said there would be a peaceful transfer of power on January 20th. Along with the woman shot and killed inside the Capitol, three people died in medical emergencies, and there were many injuries in the attack, acting Metropolitan Police Chief Robert Conti. At least 14 MPD officers have sustained injuries. One member suffered serious injuries after he was pulled into a crowd and assaulted. There were more than 50 arrests. There could be more. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. To those who engaged in the gleeful desecration of this, our temple of democracy, Justice will be done. There will be an investigation into security at the Capitol. There were images of some invaders taking selfies with law enforcement people inside the building. Merrick Garland could have a hand in the investigation aftermath. He's been picked by Joe Biden to be attorney general. Garland, a federal judge, was a Supreme Court nominee in 2016. Senate Republicans refused to take up his nomination. With events unfolding yesterday, social media took action against President Trump. I'm Matt Piper. Both Facebook and Twitter removed the video message President Trump sent out Wednesday afternoon. Twitter has locked his account and removed three of his tweets, saying he violated their rules and policies. Congressman Frank Pallone is asking social media giants to remove the president from their platforms altogether, saying social media continues to amplify his anti-democratic rhetoric. Bound for Washington now will be two Democrats from Georgia to fill the state's U.S. Senate seats, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. Democrats now taking Senate control from the GOP after this week's election. CBS's Mark Strassman. They are liberal candidates. I mean, not just moderate. They're liberal candidates in a state that has generally been considered to be conservative. Its uh, diversity is changing. Its youth is changing. The violence at the U.S. Capitol sent shutters all around the world. I'm Elaine Cobb in Paris. What happened in Washington, D.C. is not America. French President Emmanuel Macron was among American allies expressing shock and condemning the attack on the Capitol. German Chancellor Angela Merkel said the images made her angry and sad. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said on Twitter, democracy should never be undone by a mob. There have been at least 
Three resignations at the White House in the wake of the attack at the U.S. Capitol in the waning days of the Trump administration. CBS's Peter King. The First Lady's press secretary and chief of staff, Stephanie Grisham, says it was an honor to serve, but she's resigned suddenly, reportedly because of the storming of the Capitol by Trump supporters. Grisham also served as the president's press secretary, but her tenure ended without a single news briefing. Also leaving suddenly, White House Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews and the White House Social Secretary. It was not just Washington, D.C. There were tense moments in some state capitals yesterday, too. Police clashed with protesters in Salem, Oregon. Some broke through a gate at the governor's mansion in Washington state, but were stopped. There was also violence at a pro-Trump rally in Los Angeles. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Thursday, the 7th of January. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. So that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>